Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, Lindsay and I are back for episode 31. Woo! 32! Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Oh amazing. my god! That was amazing, though. That was amazing. I was literally thinking thirty-two, I and I barely said thirty-one. <laughs> that was pretty good, though. I like that. I was so confident. I, I love it. I love it. Okay, episode thirty-two. Um, and yeah, we're back with a suspense thriller. I think it doesn't really have any thriller parts to it. But that's just me. Um, anyways, more to come. <laughs> that will be discussed more in later in the part of the podcast. But right now, um, we'll before we oh right, I totally forgot. The book that we're doing is the Choice Balogs Lake, um, as well as that means. Fuck, I'm like all over the place right now. Um, okay, so the book is out the Choice by Alex Lake, and then um, the wine we have got is Oyster Bay. Shockingly, there's reds. We'll get into that. So that means that the name of the podcast is the, the choice at Oyster Bay. Okay. I always forget the name of the episode. That's cool. But I also forget the number. But that was one time. You had it. You had it before. You got it. I always forget the number <laughs> that we're on. I don't know why. You forget the least important things, so that's fine. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it's always the number that I get stuck on. That's I don't know fair. why. But, uh, yeah, so before we get into the wine or anything like that, um, we will tell you, like, what we normally do is write, review, and subscribe, as well as if you want to know what books we're currently reading, what podcast books we're doing, uh, what we're currently drinking, um, all of the above, um, you can check us out at our podcast, boozeandbooks.podcast, or on our personals, lynn.said. L-I-N-D dot S-A-I-D and Kristen dot S-H-E-W. And yeah, so the wine. So as I mentioned, there is, we're drinking Oyster Bay. Yeah. And I also mentioned that there's bread. Mm-hmm. And that is shocking because I full on did not realize that they had reds at all. So I also did not realize I, anytime I've ever bought Oyster Bay, it's always been whites. Um, and you know, when you're just going to look for wines for the episode, you're mm-hmm. looking at the titles of the wines, and I thought it was like, Oyster Bay, that would work. And also, we don't do enough, like, outside of North America wines, so. Not for the lack of trying. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we're doing the podcast together in the same room, social distancing, of course, people. But um, it is snowing, or it snowed most of the day, and this dumbass just went around the corner trying to hydroplane. Oh, oh. To like swing fish tail thing. Backing up now. It's really riveting, guys. You're welcome. Because, you know, we have nothing else to do on a Saturday night. Except do this Well, podcast. the Flames game is playing right now. Right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, not that <laughs> Priorities, people. Oh, are they just parked in the middle of the street? Yeah. It's really, really great. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess if you really think about it, most wineries have red and white. True. It's just when you think Oyster Bay, I guarantee it, most people think whites. I don't know why. It's probably what they see the most. Yeah, maybe, obviously, probably in New Zealand, they're like, oh yeah, of course the reds, but yeah. North America specifically, I think 
when you're seeing promotions for Oyster Bay yeah. and all that stuff, it's always the whites. Yes, true. I actually don't think Crowfoot Liquor, the one I usually go to, has red. I don't red. think they have red. Interesting. I re- unless I saw it and didn't pay attention to it. I mean, maybe, but and that could be the same for me. But turns out they do, guys, and we're gonna review that for you. You're welcome. Oh my God. We're introducing you guys to the new world of Oyster Bay. Red edition. Well, uh-huh. we've got a white. Anyway, let what? me start with the white, as normal, mm-hmm. as usual. Anyway, so uh, we figured out that Oyster Bay wines have, like, two locales, I guess. So mm-hmm. this one's from Hawks Bay. Um, 2019 Pinot Grigio, which, now that I think about it, I was like, why did I get a Pinot Grigio? Why did I not do the Sauvignon Blanc? But that exists, so if you want that, <laughs> go get that. Um <laughs> We don't have that for you today, though. So let's talk about the Pinot Grigio. Um, apparently, this uh, what I'm going to read is on all of the bottles. So uh, two different spots, the front and the back. Oh, oh, you're right. I'm going to read from the front this time. Go crazy, y'all! It's the same thing. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Oyster Bay wines capture the special character of New Zealand. Nope, these are different. Elegant, assertive wines with glorious fruit flavors. Um, the back is actually different. Oyster Bay captures a special char- character of New, Le- New Zealand's cool climate viticulture. Elegant assertive wines with glorious flu- fruit flavors. So the front doesn't They're have pretty close. cool climate viticulture. I really, oh, wow. I really wanted everyone to know about that, Kristen. <laughs> it's important. Anyway, um, so let's try this Pinot Grigio. You're welcome. Um... So, it is pretty light. I, uh, Kristen, I think, said earlier it was clear to her. For what also, she's if you guys are listening, or, well, obviously you're listening, you're listening to us. We had to re-record this part because... Yet again. Because <laughs> the thing didn't actually record. So, we're doing it a second time. That's what she means by earlier. Well, I was just going to go with it, but whatever. She's going to tell you guys. So, technology hates us. I think it's more hates you, but technology I've hates me. The ro- it, the is true. it is true. So, uh, yeah, anyway. I'm super stoked to do this again, though. Don't even worry. So, pretty clear. Um, not an angelic yellow like last month's episode. That fucker did it again. Since fucking like, invested in this truck, and, I, and now he's driving away. I don't know. Maybe he had something... Uh, and really, tune in, tune in next time, guys, on Adventures at Kristen's House up the hill, people driving in the snow. I'll try not to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking not even paying attention to me. She just cares about what's up. But you know what? That's okay, because I'm also kind of curious. But he's gone now, and that's kind of lame. So maybe he'll come back. We'll find out. Let's talk about the wine. Great. Um, so it's, as I was saying before I was really, really interrupted, it's Sorry. not a angelic yellow like last month's wine it's Kristen thinks it's more of a champagne I think it's still a little bit more yellowy it's like a it's like a butter yellow butter yellow is a good one okay anyway we'll go with it Ooh. so when I first smell it and by first I mean this is the 12th time I've smelled it uh it definitely has notes of pear in it and spoiler alert Probably gonna taste like pear, um, so, um, but definitely that's really all I smell. A little bit of like, 
Apple is what I personally smell out of it, but um, then what else? Let's see. Uh, I'm going to drink it now. <laughs> the most important part of wine, the drinking part. Mm. Ooh. So it's very light. A little bit of crispness, a little bit. Um, sweet, but not overly sweet. It's definitely um, more sweet than acidic. Um, very smooth, though. Kind of has like the the remnants of a buttery smoothness that I would find in a really great Chardonnay that I love so much. <laughs> Bread and butter. Um, but um, it's definitely more fruity, for sure. So a lot of aromatic fruit flavors. It'll be the day when you don't mention bread and butter. It's my favorite one, guys. In the friggin' bogus. It's literally my favorite, and I will. Until I find a Chardonnay that trumps that, I will never stop talking about it, so. That's fair. Sponsor me, bread and butter. Sponsor me. Give me, like, cases of your wine. I promise I will tell everyone about how great it is. I promise. But anyway. So, but it's good. This wine's really good. Um, so, earlier when we recorded, I had a vision of what I would be eating with this delicious wine on a summer afternoon. And uh, Kristen thought it was kind of weird, but... It's very, very specific, yet she would never make it I would herself. never make it myself because I don't cook or prepare food. Um, <laughs> and again, not in a pretentious way, I just don't know how. So I, I, I envisioned myself on a patio with this wine with like a turkey wrap, but like the wrap specifically is the spinach kind. So it's the green spinach wrap, but with turkey inside. And obviously, like, other things, like maybe some tomato. And I have a question about the turkey part. Like the, like, real turkey no. meat or, like, the processed, like, turkey meat that you'd get, like, Originally, Subway or something like that. it was processed deli meat. Yeah. But now that you say that, I'm like, you know what? I feel like a, a shredded turkey, like, legit turkey would be really fucking good in it, too. But now I'm thinking chicken salad might be better. Or chicken that was Caesar. also brought up. Yes, so we I'm brought a lot of food. <laughs> chicken Caesar salad wrap in a spinach wrap, or chicken salad wrap in a spinach wrap are the that's really now what I'm envisioning with this, specifically the chicken salad. I think so. Um, so yeah, that's I will do that in. June feels like a good month for that here in Calgary. So let's go back in June. I'll put it in the calendar. June. I'm going to need to make a chicken salad wrap. <laughs> buy this wine and get a chicken salad wrap with a spinach wrap specifically. And that, and specifically in the chicken salad wrap, it's got to have celery. Like cut up celery. Like a little cut up celery. In. I think you're probably going to literally have to make the wrap and chicken salad yourself. That's fine. If I have, or I guess you could buy my, chicken salad and just buy the wraps and just put it together when you get home. what I'm going to do. I will do that, and then I'll let you all know how great this is. And if I forget, in June you do that, and I'll do it the same. We'll like share the bottle, okay? And like I'll make my own chicken Caesar because I'm not a huge chicken club fan, okay? And I'll put bacon in mine. That sounds wonderful for you. I know. Bacon is not in my vision. Bacon doesn't exist. Chicken in Caesar this. needs. Bacon I'm not in saying it. yes. That sounds amazing. You should have that. But in my vision with this wine. It is not, it doesn't include bacon as a chick or a chicken Caesar wrap. So I think that's great for you. That's that. I love that journey for you, but I don't love that journey for me. So, um, <laughs> anyway, this is what happens when you have to record twice and Lindsay has barely drank a glass of wine and hasn't eaten anything for like five hours. Cool. 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 Anyway, starving. This wine's really good. I mean, not the best, 
like a five. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I like it the most out of the three. Anyway, cool. Your turn. <laughs> so when we drank it first, I did drink it. I agreed with basically everything she said. Like I said that it was like crispy. Crispy. <laughs> like thinking bacon. See, I literally was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Crispy bacon. Um, <laughs> it's got a crisp taste to it and a crisp smell as well. Good. Um, Great. So, like, you knew that, like she said, like, definitely, like, nice summer wine. Um, definitely pretty much only tasted the pear. Like, hits yes, it's true. It's true. It's very pear-y. So, that was my little quip on that one. But I'm drinking the Merlot. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it's also from Hawks Bay. Um, so, as per most typical Merlots, the, um, color is a deeper, um, ruby red. This one's not super dark, but it's a lot darker than the Pinot Noir that we have. So, um, mm. yeah. So, uh, when I smell it, it smells really smooth and you smell a lot of cherry. Now that I'm smelling it again more, I smell, smell a little oak. Ah, Interesting. Because before when we were drinking it, I smelled, tasted like no cherry and a lot of oak. No, this one you said was cherry. And then we're you tasted it. This one. Yeah. You said you smelled cherry. And then you tasted oak. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I'm just saying now I smell. Got it. More oak. Got it. Still a lot of cherry in the smell though. Like a lot more. Yeah. It's fucking smooth. And, like, you do get a lot of oak to it and a hint of cherry. But I do have to say, like, we've already had, like, a couple of glasses of this wine. Yes. It's very smooth, but now it's getting to the point where it's so smooth that you don't really register the flavors You're as much. Are talking about the Merlot? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, some, some reds, especially if they're, like, <clears throat> around 20 or, like, lower. Yeah. They like the flavors sometimes after you drink it for a while. Yeah, no, no, the, no. The like yes. flavors start going away. Yeah, or you don't really notice it as often. Mm -hmm. So they're not as prominent. Yes, fair. That's what it's getting to now. Got it. But it's still really good. I'd give it a five out of ten. Ooh. Thanks Spoiler she, alert! She it's that the up. one. No, I said five. Okay. That was four point five. That was three point five. She likes the Pinot Grigio the least. I like it the most. But is it that shocking? That we're opposite. No, of course not. <laughs> so you like the Merlot the most. Mm -hmm. I like the Merlot the least. It's like fine. That's it. Anyway. It's like it's not one I would oh. openly go and get all the time, but. I don't remember which one I use. Oh. Sure. <laughs> um, But. I don't know. It's. Honestly, it's not the worst wine, especially for the price point. If it's around like sixteen dollars, definitely not bad for that price point. Yeah, guys, because like <laughs> we've had really bad wine around that price point before. Yeah, right. So this is actually pretty good wine for that price. Fair. So for people, if you're listening, that are cheap when it comes to wine, or are like twenty year olds. 18 year olds don't go barefoot go Ugh. oyster bay come on guys 
Like, Come on. This is a little more expensive than barefoot, but way better. And it's only like a couple dollars more. So literally, I, don't hurt yourself. Yeah. But um, so Pinot is the Pinot Noir was our last one that we did, uh, or bought. Sorry. Um, this one says Marlboro, so clearly uh, this one is in a different part of New Zealand. <laughs> I'm not really exactly. I've been to Marlboro, but I don't remember knowing where Hawks Bay is or remembering it. So, um, anyways, uh, so this one, um, the it's harder to smell it because we put it into metal wine canister thingies that you take um yes other places it's not glass <laughs> basically is what i'm trying to say um but the color is like a watered down cranberry basically exactly how i described the last Jeez. pinot but i think this one's not as watered down looking red as the last one i think it's a little bit more not as watered down cranberry juice that's fair that's the last one I don't know. Cranberry juice seems to be the best way to describe it. I mean, that's fair. Um, so when I smell it, um, for what I can, it smells to me, uh, I don't know, like more on the oakier side. Okay. Maybe currants and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Definitely, like, it's very smooth when you smell it and then tasting it is very smooth yeah and then it's like i think tannins and like oak is more the taste to it but it hits you in the freaking face when you like the taste is like mm. immediate yeah and then it's like and then it like smooths out yes it's good <laughs> that's, all, that's all i have to contribute to this conversation <laughs> that's such a straight face it is good. <laughs> <laughs> Probably one of the best comments of the night. You're Anyways. welcome. <laughs> this is why we need to do it together. I know. Even though this is the second time we're recording. At least this time is only 15 minutes that we had to re-record. The last time oh it was God. like 80 minutes Wanted that we had to, to re-record. So this one's better. Still not great since we were both hungry and wanting to eat. obviously eat. And uh, we do have a show that we really want to get to as well. Not that we don't love recording. Like, that's not what we're saying. But doing it twice... It just gets really repetitive, and then you get really drunk, so... Yeah. I don't know what to tell you guys. She hasn't had food for five hours, so we're leaning towards drunk, Lindsay, tonight. Mm-hmm. I feel You're like. You're welcome. So, we'll have fun times. We haven't, we haven't seen that since... Every time. It's been a while. Yeah. I think it's been around a year, I think, since I've seen drunk, Lindsay. During a podcast. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Let's I'm try during. Keep it that way. Probably more after. It's usually after. Yeah. But we'll move it along so we don't get drunk Lindsay. Yay! <laughs> you're welcome. Um, so yeah. So those are the wines. We both agreed that they're wines that we maybe wouldn't fully choose. Yes. Like when buy we go to the ourselves. liquor store. We wouldn't like seek them out. No, but, you know, if you're kind of, like, in the liquor store and you're like, fuck, I don't really know, and, like, there's really nothing, like, a small liquor store, and there's really no choices, and these are the only choices, you probably would. 
choices and these are the only choices i mean at that point if i was in a liquor store and there were no choices and it was barefoot i'd still fucking pick barefoot over no choice so like i don't know what to tell you like slimmer if it's this or barefoot we would choose this definitely if it's this or haywire Kristen would probably choose this Oh, fuck. Haywire. Oh, my God. This is for sure over Haywire. And, like, Haywire is more expensive than this. I just... I digress. She hates Haywire. Ugh. Don't sponsor us, Haywire. Just Oyster Bay sponsoring. Wait, no. Bread and Butter sponsoring. Yes, please sponsor her, Bread and Butter, because she, like, fucking loves you. She'd probably bathe in your water if she needed I 100% would if you sent me a, a crate of it. I 100% would. With a little straw. I mean, that's kind of gross. That is. Even I but it's gross, and I'm pretty gross, but maybe it would just absorb in my skin, and then I just wouldn't need to drink it. And I'd be buttery because it's fucking the best wine. Oh, anyway, that's fucking weird. Let's, uh... That was, that was a weird moment. That was super weird. Let's talk about the book, <laughs> where it's not so weird over there. It's kind of weird, but it's not weird. <laughs> So this month we, like I said earlier, um, it's, um... Uh, like a suspense thriller novel, usually those two go hand in hand, I guess. Uh, but it's The Choice by Alex Lake. We actually both read one of his books for like two years ago, maybe more. Um, it's been that we, three years. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, three years ago, um, we. It was one of the books that we read in our book club. Prior to making them. More like a wine club, considering the fact that we drank a lot of wine. Yeah. Um, prior to the podcast. And we really enjoyed that one. I actually have to say, I liked this book, but I actually liked Copycat more. I hated Copycat. Sorry, Alex. Like, I did not like it. Um, That's funny. But I have a whole bunch of Alex, like, books that I haven't read yet. And one of them is, like, ugh. I, I can't remember the name and I totally forgot. Anyway, I'm not going to look it up. But... Uh, I've heard great things about his other books. So, I, Copycat, just for me, it just wasn't my favorite. So, I was, I don't like, it was a hard one to struggle through. But, The Choice sounded really good. The Choice sounded really good. And I had such high expectations for it. And it was like a little choo-choo train. Just was trying it was, so hard. It was, and yeah. then it just didn't make it fully up that hill. Yeah, like... It got like almost there, yeah. But it it didn't go. It didn't do it for me no. either. Like it wasn't. It for sure was not my favorite thriller or suspense. I don't know. Kristen doesn't think it's a thriller, but it's not a thriller to me. Oh, okay, that's fine. Like I, it like, and to me it wasn't suspenseful. So like it a little bit was, but like I knew quite. And I usually don't know. And I. Like, I don't know how books like this is gonna, are gonna end, and I fucking knew. Like, full on knew that guy was the guy. I have, I have to ask you, how did you full on know that it was guy? The only reason was because I, the way the book was set up. So I, that was the only reason. And I guess, because we're talking about it, um, I understand that. Alex Lake was trying to make us think that it was Lindsay or the guy from the book signings or, um, for a second, Lindsay's boyfriend at the time when she showed up to the baptism. Like, there was a lot of, like, character building around those secondary characters that made you think, okay, it's, like, as soon as you 
jump back in time and you meet Lindsay, you're like, yeah, it's fucking Lindsay for sure. But it just seemed too obvious. And I was like, we're meeting a lot of characters that are suspicious. It is not one of these ones that seem like the obvious choice. And literally based on other books I've read, it's always the close friend. So I just had a feeling that it was Guy because we do see Guy when they talk about university um, yeah. and him um, talking about Annabelle and things like that. And the main character, whose name I in blanket map, he initially thought yeah. got see okay, so obviously, as per normal, I read the book today. What? <laughs> okay, that's news to me, everybody. <laughs> she like literally texted me four days ago and was like, I'm gonna start it tonight. Okay, cool. I read a chapter that night. Good for you, then you did it. <laughs> But then I didn't go further because I was watching something and then like the hockey game was on. So I was Priorities. like, eh. <laughs> I was like, well, we're not recording until later on Saturday. I was like, I got all day. It's like, so we'll get back to the point I was just going to make. Okay. Um, I think cause I was just like in like reading it and like I normally like as much as I love suspense thrillers, there's they usually aren't the first ones I pick up. Yes, fair, yeah. It's usually teen fantasy, and yeah. I like lean more towards like the chicklets and yeah. stuff because they're free on podcast, like on the iBooks, and yes, it's easier to do. But, um, so I didn't pick up on the gi until a little later. I do have to say, but I knew it wasn't any of the ones that they were suggesting. I was like, why are they bringing all this shit in? Yeah, well, that's, like, so I was, like, who is it going to be? Because then I was, like, trying to figure it out. And then, like, when they said Guy, I was, like, or Guy. Both are right. In in the yeah. audiobook, they say Guy. And I think because it's, I'm guessing Alex is, Alex, like, is British because it he was. He is British. It is a British. Oh, my God, I have a hole in my sweatshirt. Sorry, everyone, this is oh, tragic shit. for me. Oh, no, I have to get a new one. Anyway. Um, <laughs> don't know why I pulled out a British accent at that point. Anyway, uh, in the audiobook, they're all British, um, and there's multiple points of view. So we have two. We have the uh, a female speaker and then a male speaker who they both voice the multiple people. So. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Considering there is a lot of females and there's a lot of yeah. guys in it. <laughs> Sorry. She's playing with her whole. I'm really sad. <laughs> anyway. Um, but... Um, going away from that point, I thought it was more suspenseful for the fact that thrillers to me are more like, kind of got like a hinge to like terrifying, like scary in a way. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. They're more on the horror spectrum. Closer to the horror. Yeah. Or like you're more terrified. Yes. This was more suspenseful for the fact that they're like their kids were kidnapped, so yeah. I guess that kind of touches on the thriller side. But it's more like suspenseful because you're like wanting to know what is happening, yeah, and like who kidnapped the kids, and it's just like suspenseful in that way, yeah. Just because I think that otherwise I'd classify it as fiction. Yeah, fair. Like I, I very it's, much agree. It wasn't a thriller because I wasn't like I don't want to. I wasn't, like, on the edge of my seat. I was more like, okay, it's a slow burn. It is. And you really just want to know why. Like, obviously, in all these books, you want to know why. But. But 
it's such a weird concept that you're yeah. just like, I want to know why. Yeah, and the, like when you when we're hearing from the kill like the kidnapper, um, their point of view, they're like alluding to knowing the person or like knowing of them to the point where. They're like, no, they want this. That was another giveaway too, because I yeah. like when we find out like a bit into the book that guy is her um, publisher. Uh, we that's where it kind of got me because I immediately when he starts to say like, no, this is what she wants. She'll be happy that it's happening, stuff like that. It's very like, okay, what? I definitely miss all these notes. Oh, really? Like. Well, like, obviously I was, like, kind of, like, thinking, like, it could be anyone. Especially, yeah. like, when you were reading, like, the point of view from, uh, like, the kidnapper. Yeah. You obviously know it's someone close. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, or is delusional enough to feel like they're close enough to them. Yes, yeah. But you're just, I don't know. It also played to the point where you're like, is it a man or is it a woman too? Well, that's, and that's the thing too. Like it was very, um, closer to the end. It was more geared towards a man. A little bit. Yes. But at the beginning, beginning I could have seen it being Lindsay. Like, like originally you're kind of unsure, but then I think immediately as soon as we met Lindsay, it, you start to think that it's a female for some reason when you go, when the next time you go into their point of view. Um, but I just felt like, I was like, it's too on the nose. And I think too, when she introduced the first time, I can't remember his name, but the guy who comes to the signing, Joel, Carl, JK, <laughs> Carl, <laughs> four letter name, ends in L. I think um, it's Carl. It's something with a C. Okay. Then it's Carl. I feel like it ended with I think an it's L, Carl. So. Um, so Carl, when he comes to the first book signing, you're immediately like, this is too, um, specific. For it, this person not to be a suspect in all of this. It's so weird too. Well, and, but then I was like, okay, why are we, like, why is she including this in the book? Or him, sorry. We, for some reason, we already talked about this, Kristen and I did. I always thought Alex, like, was a female. So, <laughs> sorry if I say she. Um, Alex, like, I'll just say Alex, like. Um, when, when they introduced another, like, potential suspect, I was like, okay, there's no way it's Lindsay. It's someone that we don't think it is. Like, someone that's not obvious is really when yeah. I started to suspect that it was Guy and started to suspect that it was someone close to them. And that was the closest person. That was a recurring character throughout their lives. So sure. that's kind of how I got there. But, I mean, as a, if you were a first-time suspense novel reader, you probably wouldn't pick up on that, I think. So I think it's just from, like... You read a lot of them. I That's do. That's your prime, like, genre. It is. So and I'm not shocked that I, like, did not pick that up at all. And it's like, I think that's the case for most people, honestly. Yeah. Because I think consistently you're always just like, this seems too obvious. The, the the writer wouldn't do this. This is this. So you're always just, like, thinking of previous books you've read that they would. Yeah. Like, I do have to say when I was reading it and, like, Lindsay, you're just like, mm, that is... Like, I, yeah. I did go through the motions of, like, when the new characters came up, I was like, is it, could yeah. it, and then you're like, no, that's too obvious, yes. or whatever, yeah. and, like, even, like, Lindsay's um, boyfriend, who I think ended up being her husband, like, Anson, I think yeah. his name was, um, like, you're just like, hmm, maybe, but then you're like, oh, that'd be fucking weird. But I think, too, <laughs> that, yeah, like, it would be That'd weird. be, like, too far yes. left field for it to come into play, and then, like, same with that Carl guy, you're like... Maybe, 
he seems good for it. Yes. But again, like, it had to be someone else. Yeah, because it was... I kind of teetered on his sister, Tessa. Well, so I won't... Um, Jessa? Tessa. Tessa. Oh, my God. Um, I agree, actually. So there was a lot where I was like, Tessa's involved somehow. So when I did think it was Lindsay, I was like, Tessa knows Tessa's involved. When I didn't think it was Lindsay, I was still like, Tessa's trying to do something to get Lindsay and him back together. Like, she's trying to... Like, she's taking this into her own hands. So I did actually think of Tessa for a little bit there, because she was sus for a while she's just i think she's just so weird in a way that you're just like or so like she's seems suspicious well it's like why are you she just was so like rooting for Lindsay the whole time and i get it you're the younger sister but like it just seemed really especially when you find out that your friend who like they were not friends before and then all of a sudden like they became best friends yeah when you go her to, brother goes yeah. off to college, and then all of a sudden it's like we're besties, and then she combines in that she's pregnant, like Lindsay oh, right. that she's pregnant to Tessa, then tells Tessa to tell him, yeah, um, that she plans on keeping the kid because she doesn't want to do it or whatever, and then like um, wants, um. Sorry, I can see the hockey game through. The oh, game. I was like, what? Like, and I was like, shit, we're losing 4 0. No, we're not. No, it's um, the Canuck. Uh, I think it's the Toronto Connecting. Oh. And I think it's two. That's still going on? No, I think it's highlights. Oh, okay. I was like, I just think we're in the second intermission. I just think. Uh, sorry, guys. Sorry, I totally got distracted by that. Um. Yeah, the sister. Okay. So, I thought it was weird that it's, like, she's, like, talking, like, all of a sudden is best friends with this chick. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that the baby, which you totally know that she's not actually pregnant. Because, like, every oh, time yeah. that gets brought up, you're, yeah, like, you're, like, you're like, like, waiting until it actually is revealed Too that convenient pregnant. of a time. Yeah. Like, are you kidding? One of these times it will actually be a thing. <laughs> I mean, maybe. And maybe that will be the kicker. And then we're, like, we weren't suspecting that. I don't yeah, know. That you're like, this is not. Actually. I know. And then you're just like, and like the sister was so like, who knows? Maybe the sister knew. They never actually touched on that point. That's true. They well, in what part about the pregnant? Oh, about about being not, not pregnant. Sorry, pregnant. yes. Yeah. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. But like, yet, like he didn't really cheat on his girlfriend. Like, yeah, okay, Annabelle kissed him the day before he yeah. broke up with her, but. I wouldn't really consider that cheating because they were, they both discussed their feelings and were yeah. like, he's like, but I have a girlfriend yeah. and like, I need to figure my shit out. And yeah. like, she's like, yeah, you have to figure your shit out. Yeah. And then like kissed him. So it's not great, but it's not horrible, yeah. I guess. And everyone knows what I mean. But like, <laughs> fair. But like Tessa never got close to Annabelle where she always had like a thing for like Lindsay yeah, that's true. Like friendship wise, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. like I just I just didn't understand that. I, I didn't either and I didn't like it. It was just very like your loyalty should be to your brother, not I I mean personally that's kinda what I thought, like not yeah. to his ex girlfriend and yeah. she just continued to like be friends with her, be on their breakup and I don't know, I just like It was weird. It was weird and I was like, dude, like just And like your brother's trying to move on, help him. 
Well, yeah, and, like, regardless if you become friends with her after, like, they break up, and I think it's, like, well, fine, whatever, that's your relationship with her. Mm-hmm. But, like, you didn't like her prior, so why do you like her now? It, well, that's the thing, yeah. And then, like, he clearly moved on from her, did the right thing. Yeah. Through the fake pregnancy and all that stuff. Yeah. And then he actually starts moving on with his life, and yet you can't understand that and be happy for him. Yeah. And are upset and, like... And not think this girl is kind of a little psycho for faking a pregnancy. Yeah, that was my major thing when I was like, this girl clearly needs to see some help. Yeah, like, dude, no. But I digress. Since the sister is not the main focus of Yeah, the that's sister. true, I guess. That, but that clearly rattled us both. It's, it's a weird thing when you're reading the book because, like, you get so invested in these characters. Like, Matt seems like a good guy. Yeah. He seems yeah. like, um, like he... Like, obviously tries to tell the truth as much as he can. Yeah. And, all, like, all that stuff. And, like, obviously, like, at, like that was touched on a couple times by Annabelle and stuff yeah. like that. And then, like, the first, when you first open the book, or first read it, or listen to it, I guess, is, like, the description from the kidnapper guy. Oh, about, yeah. Um, him getting out of the car, like, yeah. how he hates the vehicle the guy's driving like, he describes his clothes, and he's, like, talking about, like, I guess the standard dad bod where they maybe have a stomach. Yeah, yeah. Which, to me, even though he described him that way, I still don't picture him I don't either. Body. I absolutely did not. Did I, not. Like, I'm, like, so I pictured then, him, like, lean-ish, and, like, but not skinny, just, like, healthy and, like... Yeah, like, no stomach. Yeah, no, same. So, like... I don't know, it, that kind of, that's like the first impression you get of this guy, and you're like, oh, okay, and then, like, you start reading the book, yeah. and then you're like, hmm, he seems like a really good, genuine, yeah. like, nice yeah. guy that you would want to be married to. Exactly. And have kids with, like, the fact that he wants, like, a bunch of kids, because I he, know. like, like, the description of him being a dad and stuff, I was like. He loves his kids so much, too, and that's just like, oh. Yeah, and, like, he clearly loves his wife, too. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was just like, I didn't get the kidnapper's disdain for him. Yeah, exactly. So I was just like so confused. I was like, this guy seems really nice. Yeah, right? And like, as you kept reading, you're like, I don't get what the, like, why the person would do anything to yeah. this guy. It was one of those books where you're just like, I don't get the whole point of like, why they would like, clearly it needed to be someone that was a little unhitched with reality yeah exactly which guy was yeah exactly guy was totally like i knew it had something to do with her books though yeah i i figured it did too like reading into yeah. things because like i'm like why are they describing the book so much and, and then yeah and why are they like highlighting that she's an author like so many times yeah so this is like sorry to <laughs> Change the subject from talking about how she was an author and we thought it had something to do with her being an author in her books. But um, one thing I picked up from the book that I thought was weird, not weird, but cool, yeah. um, they mention, and like, keep in mind, this was written in, I think, March of 2020 is when it came out, which uh, is actually blowing my mind. So maybe I'm wrong. They did. Obviously, he did bring pandemic a little bit. Into so it. that's what I was like. He keeps referencing a virus, and like 
you could tell it wasn't like already like fully outbroken as a pandemic but base for us. Spain he did. and Italy. Yeah, well, he did. Not Spain. Italy for sure he brought up. And then mentioned it, I think about three times that I would catch it and um, mentioned too like, yeah. And then mentioned um, how uh, trying to travel that the borders would probably close really soon. And I was like, this is crazy that we're seeing this now in books. And like, I anticipate we'll see it a lot more depending on what books we end up reading. Hopefully not. <laughs> I, but it's crazy because it's yeah. like such a pivotal part and you're just like, whoa, like that they're bringing like what was happening at the time of the book, like quote unquote, because it's all dated too. Like every chapter has like a date and sometimes Mm -hmm. we jump back in time. Sometimes we're present. Present is in 2020. So that to me, yes. So that's probably why, like it was probably right early March though. That's maybe where I'm getting March from, but it was like very, you could tell it was just the beginning of the pandemic of what we experienced in the pandemic told in this novel and it was just yeah, early march march 7th was like the first yeah. like march date and that's crazy when to did me. it come out then so that's what i want to know because i'm like what but anyway Woo! i thought that was super cool flames three two right now calgary finally sorry i had to bring that up because it popped up okay i need to look up when this book came out because it's 2020 obviously yeah um but I just thought that was because I haven't seen that yet in any any book I've read, and I've read books that have only just come out like recently or a month ago, and I haven't heard any. August twenty. Okay, so there you go. They the genres they have listed is mystery. Okay, I can get the mystery. Yeah. Thriller, suspense, psychological thriller, mm. psychological fiction. I think the only psychological part is that guy is crazy. Psychological fiction I can get. Thriller, no. Yeah. Mystery I can get. Yeah. And maybe more than suspense, maybe. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about it now. But yeah. That sorry, that part I just I did I, notice that. It was I, so crazy. Good that you brought it up because I I did notice that and I was thinking that too. I was like <laughs> I was like, when did because I did think about it. I was like, when did this book come out? Yeah. I was like, obviously, it's touching on the pandemic. Yeah. Like, COVID. Like, he didn't say COVID. No. He didn't say any of that stuff. But, like, March, early March, even in Calgary, like... It was kind of the... We were seeing it starting starting to come into Canada. But it wasn't to the point where in Alberta, we really, I think, saw any. Not at that point. Because, like, March 10th, I think, was the last... I think March 10th last year was, I think, a Sunday... And the reason why I'm saying March 10th is because I pretty positive that was the day that was the last Flames game oh. on a Sunday that was played in Calgary. Okay, that makes sense. And it was definitely, we shut and we shut down like a week later. Yeah, which is crazy. Well, we started to shut down like a week later, but that was the last game physically played in Calgary because... Um, I think, and, like, lacrosse was supposed to, like, that next Friday was supposed right. to be lacrosse games. Right. And, like, we hadn't shut down yet, but people, like, protocols started coming out, but not yeah. to the point where we were shut down. And by the next week, we, my company started having people start working from home. Yeah. And then full on the 23rd, that week, I think everyone was working from home. Yeah. So it was kind of events right you like start seeing it so like okay march 7th you can see where 
you hear it. Yeah. People might be starting to wear masks, but not well, really. Especially in the UK, though, because it was ramping up there, and then they shut their borders down before. Yeah. Um, and that's when it started. We were like, that. so they were always a bit ahead of us. And then Italy was like a month ahead of us anyway, or two weeks ahead of us, sorry. Yeah. So. Well, in Alberta, I think I hit hard, too, because we had, like, travelers coming back yeah. from, like, yeah. uh ships and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah, I know. Like, I thought... I thought it was interesting because I was, like... The first chapter... Mm-hmm. With, it was brought up. Yeah. He, like, him and the store clerk were talking about right. um, Italy and stuff yep. like that and how bad it was and, yep. like, how the prices of produce... Or, not produce. He, I don't think he bought any produce, but, like, him buying just some groceries at this, like, small, like... Not oh, right. a grocery so store, like not a grocery store, but like one of those places that has like a couple, like everything. Yeah, how expensive it was, right? So like I was, and like how like things maybe were going up because of it. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. I was like, I was like, really, we're reading this? Yeah. Because <laughs> we don't get enough of it in our daily lives. I know. <laughs> But I, I did appreciate that he, like, touched on it, but it wasn't really a big It thing. wasn't, yeah, and I agree. didn't bring in COVID in it, nothing like that, like, so, like, I, I appreciated that part. <laughs> I did, too. I just thought it was really interesting, because it brought it down to, like, a little bit more realistic time, and we know, like, oh, yeah. I think anyone that hears 2020 for the rest of their lives is that's going to be the predominant thing they think of, but, mm-hmm. so it was just kind of cool, because it's, like, March 7th, 2020, you know where you were, you know what you were experiencing, mm-hmm. but this is a, a, a work of fiction and yet we still have these little nuances of uh, the pandemic in there without it being COVID or pandemic, like overtly in your face. So yeah. I just thought it was that to me, it's so weird how that struck me. Like it just stood out for the book and I thought it was crazy and I, like just really cool. And the first thing I've read that even mentions it, so... I've, I don't think I've actually read anything yet. I don't think with anything yeah. with COVID. Obviously, TV shows. It's yes, that's COVID. different. Yeah, and like some of them are all about it, and then some of them mention it, and then kind of like move on yes, to the future yeah. kind of thing. So, but um, yeah, it's, I, it's gonna be alive for at least a little, couple more years, I guess. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, like. It did bring, I do agree, it kind of brought more of it into reality a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Unlike, obviously, like, fantasy, you're not ever going to get that. Yes, exactly. It, right? Yeah. So, it was kind of nice. I know. Was, that part. kind of crazy, so. But, yeah, no. Uh, switching gears again. <laughs> um, I'm not going to... Um, You already forgot. Yeah, I did. I totally forgot. I'm trying to think of anything else in the book that really kind of stood out. Like, I... I thought... Well, I guess... Well, you think that... Guy is just... So delusional. He is. He's (laughs) actually crazy. And it's... But he even knows. Like, he's like... People are gonna say I'm a sociopath and I'm narcissistic and I'm like dude you fully know that you're that all of these things then he like casually talks about like his killing his like stepdad which oh yeah and then his mom 
over it. I forgot. I did read, because he talks about the mom first, but then it's like hundreds of pages later, he talks about his stepdad yes. killing him. Yeah. And then it's not really mentioned about his mom again. But he kills his mom. Wait, no. I thought, I like, thought it was at first it was brought up about the mom and then it was like later, the dad. I feel like I missed that because I feel like it was like he talked about killing his stepdad and then he was like, yeah, and then I had to... Unless I missed, like, the first reference to his mom. But I swear he also references right after saying he killed his stepdad. And then he was like, and then my mom had to go. Maybe it was referenced twice. And then didn't he kill somebody else? Oh, yeah. He killed the... Another crazy... More crazy. The stepdad wanting to kill him for what he was doing to him. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to condone... No. ...killing someone for that. But, like, the person should have been reported, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But, uh... The chick that started working at his uh, oh yeah, the publishing agency. Yeah, he asked to, for her. her to go to a drink, and yeah. she's like, "No, I have a boyfriend." And he was like, so humiliated by it. He basically just killed her. He uh, wanted to punish her and yeah. killed her boyfriend. Yeah. Oh right, it was a boyfriend. Sorry. And then she's like. To punish her. That's how he was punishing her for not accepting a drink. legit psycho. Because he doesn't want her. He wants fucking Annabelle, but he wanted to punish this chick. So he's like, well, you're going to be my side piece in the meantime. So But you didn't get me that. So I'm going to kill your boyfriend. I forgot. It was the boyfriend. I was like, ugh. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then, like, he kept talking, like, I don't know. Like... How he, when he revealed who he was to Annabelle, and how he was like, well, you know why I did it. Yeah. Like, he was so convinced. And then he's like, getting upset, he's like, I'm getting upset, I'm gonna get like, really pissed off and mad, and it's like, oh my god. He was, yeah, he was just like, whoa, buddy, you're delusional. But it's so crazy that like, he can like, be normal and like, keep a relationship with her since they were 14, and like not show this side of him and then suddenly he's just like just kidding this is me i'm actually like insane well and he's like convinced like i liked how in one part i can't remember exactly what she said but he was like talking about like um the books being so much yes like of a indication to him yes. of like how things are going down and like matt obviously like had black mirror blackmailed her into marrying him for whatever reason blah 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 and she's just like in her head being like it's fucking fiction bastard it's crazy (laughs) and I was like oh my god like this is like I do have to agree with her like if you're gonna be kidnapped by someone crazy I guess knowing them in a way is kind of nice because then it's like obviously it's crazy but at least it's familiar yeah it's, you're not like what is this person what are they capable of like i agree too like if you know them at least you can maybe know like have some how to navigate this yeah so but still it's like everything was just so crazy after that and you're just like whoa what's happening this is it was sorry oh my god no shit um it was just kind of crazy how long the whole like kidnapping like what the trade-off part was so when she's actually kidnapped like you would think that would be the climax of the book but there's actually like a couple where it's just 
I don't know. Like, it, it never really, like, peaked for me where it was like, whoa, this is the time. It just gave a couple of, like, okay, the, oh, we're trading her. Oh, we find out it's Guy. Oh, she's trying to escape. Oh, she's trying to escape. Oh, they're coming to her. Yay. Like, so I just felt like it was, like, again, a slow burn where it wasn't, like, necessarily your, your similar proje- trajectory going straight up. And then coming straight down. Yeah. It was just a lot of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Also, about the trade-off. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really weird how he was like, you need to wear a robe. Oh, and yeah. you have to be naked. Anyway. Yeah. But I kind of got it because he like, wanted to make sure she didn't have a wire, didn't have a tr- like, GPS, I know, didn't have anything. But it's kind of like, at least underwear on. Yeah, it was kind of... Cause like, but he also was in love with her, so she was probably just being pervy. That I did think that, yeah. Honestly, like, especially when you find out who it was, yeah. I was like, yeah. was that just like a pervy thing? Well, I guess at the time you kind of think it could potentially be a female, and then you're like, so in that case, I was, I just thought like, oh, they're really like. I thought it was because of the paranoia, yeah. like uh, a device or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, but most women's underwear. Like can't hold, anything. especially like bras. Like yeah. maybe if you like, if you had enough time and you could get like the small shit, maybe you can like line your bra with like a tracking device or whatever. Yes, but like, I don't know, I'm like, I don't. It's harder to hide shit. Yeah, hundred like percent. Yeah, especially if you don't have anything over top yes. of your bra yes. to keep it concealed. Exactly. Like, yeah, we can bring bottles of liquor and stuff into stuff it in our bras and like walk into a bar or whatever true, with it. True. But you have clothes on top of that to help keep it there. Yes, that's true. That's not, true. Not just like nothing. So I was just kind of like, okay, like that's a little overboard or overkill. But I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, fair. But um, also like <laughs> when she did that SOS. Yeah, in the Morse code. Yeah, which, good on her, like, for remembering. Yeah. Oh, I guess she looked No, she dictionary. looked it up in the encyclopedia. I was like, I wouldn't have even thought of that. I would have been like, no phone, no Google. <laughs> I'm done. I don't know how the books work, <laughs> even though I read them every day. But, like, dictionaries and thesaurus, like, thesauruses, don't even cross my mind half the time. Because, like... Well, you just grown up with technology. We automatically assume, like, oh, we don't have a phone. We have nothing. Oh, we're well, fucked. like, yeah. Like, most of the time, you know what you're spelling at this point in our lives. Exactly. So, like, I don't know. Like, you obviously have dictionaries and thesauruses because in case you need it. But, yeah. like, unless you're looking for other words or doing, like, school projects and stuff like that, you don't really use it in everyday life. Yeah, so that's it's true. Not something I'd probably think of right away. That's true. But um, I couldn't believe that the cops came to the house. I know. Said what was happening. What and idiots. then left. I was like, are you joking? Right and now? then the guy, and like, so um, I'm assuming with you listening to it, mm-hmm. like each chapter, or they're not really chapters. It's more of sections. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's true. They're so, it's more like uh, March 20. Then it'll say if it's bad or if it's yes. Annabelle. Yeah. But then, like, it doesn't say whether it's past or... Well, obviously, it's always... You just know from the date, though. But it's italic writing. 
for Guy when he's like... Oh, really? Oh, okay. So, you get no dates or anything like that. You just... It's just... No, it's it's totally different. Yeah. Um, but otherwise it's always dates and then it'll say who's talking. Yeah. Yeah. So like when it's the cops and stuff like that, it'll say like, uh, the detective. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, like you'll, they won't restate the year and stuff like that right. because you'll be in that year. Already, yes. But you're just switching the point switching. of view. So yeah. then it's like one, two, three, if they have three separate chapters yeah. from that person's yeah. like point of view and then like. It might only be one chapter. Yeah. And I'll move on to someone else. Exactly. So, like, the detective or, like, the um, cop that, like, was like, oh, shit, like, we didn't even go into the house. Like, we should have. Yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. I know. And they're like, like we might get fired because of this. I'm like, I hope you yeah, do because right? clearly you don't know shit. Idiots. I was like, because, like, you're just, like, watching it and you're like, oh. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just scored. She only cares about that. I think it's four three. Oh, it's very hard to read it backwards and then also through a picture. Okay, she's still talking about the game. Anyway. Oh, sorry. Um, um I don't know. Also, so, the book is 464 pages. Mm-hmm. It is huge writing. Holy it's shit. huge writing. And with the way he structured the chapters, section things. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's like one page, half a page, and then, like, you move on to the next. It's like, it's so spaced out. So, like, if anyone buys a physical book, you might be daunted by the size of it. But, honestly, it's probably not going to take that long. Yeah, fair. Like, I started around 2, and then I took, like, a half-hour break to go shovel, and then, like, I finished around 5. Damn. Like, 5, 5, I think it's 520. But, yeah, like, it's it looks huge, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> this is gonna yeah. Take, this is going to take a couple hours, and then, like, you look at it, and you're like, okay, like, the way it's all structured and everything, and the... I don't know why the font's so big. I mean, yeah, it's like really big. It's weird. Damn. But yeah. Oh. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. It it was a good book. It wasn't my favorite though. No, same. So. Same. Eh, it is what it is. But I'm intrigued to see what our next thriller suspense novel is for this year yeah same and just and like I, compare it interesting yeah to compare it but this i do have to give this like alex credit like, like this is a different it novel. is a different concept for yeah. sure like like i i didn't hate the premise of it i think honestly it just came down to like and to no fault i think of the authors i i think for me, the reason it wasn't, like, a five-star, even four, I'd probably put it at a three. Um, it was, had nothing to do with the writing. I actually quite enjoyed the way it was structured. Looking at it as an actual book, though, I honestly feel that an audiobook version of this would be a lot easier to follow. Um, so, I, I mean, that's just me. Just looking at it, I'm like, oh my god, there's so much, like, then you have to remember this. I don't know why. Anyway. Oh, I don't... 
I never really like paid attention, like because obviously when you're reading it, you're like, okay, it's back to this date, or you're like, yeah, back in, like the old time. It just seems like a but lot. I never, I didn't really understand some, like some of the backstory. Yeah, you kind of needed. Yeah, a lot of it you didn't. But yeah, was you're just kind of like, this could have been cut out. <laughs> and like, yeah. I'll, yeah, I was just like, I was like, I didn't get that, like some of it, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to definitely compare it. I don't think we've really, we've seen some novels structured like that though. Oh, Pokemon, we have. But not, I don't think to that extent. Yeah. But, but no, it was like a cool concept. I just like, because I, I had a really large inkling of who it was. I, for me, I, I judge really great for me in particular for thrillers fiction novels and other types of genres are different but for thrillers i i enjoy a thriller if i don't foresee the end of how it's going to come up play out so like lisa jewel is a really great example i rarely ever understand like how or have an idea of how those are going to play out and what's mm-hmm. going to happen um so that's why i quite like her novels but um so for me if I don't know what's going to happen and I'm genuinely surprised or there's a huge twist, that's where I'm like, oh, that got me. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had nothing to do with the writing. I thought the writing was great. Um, I thought the structure was great. It merely had to do with just the, just how it played out, I think. And it was just too, uh, too roller coastery for me. And I, I like, I, one thing I did like, I liked that it ended with a, a bow. Like it just tied it up in a bow yeah. and it was like, and I know I always complain, like, I'm like, ugh, it just kind of ended, and that was it. Like, it did have a solid ending where it was like, Annabelle's rescued, she's reunited with Matt and the kids, and, and they're all happy. Yeah. So I did like that aspect of it. Um, I just think, like, the rest of the trajectory the storyline went through was just a little too up and down for me, and it was just too many small climaxes instead of one large one, and I prefer the one large. I do, too. I agree with the, like... You'd rather have one yeah. large one than, like, smaller ones. Because then you're just, like, you feel like you're not really getting anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and then you're you feel like it's really coming down. down. More, yeah. and it's just, and then it it feels like if you don't have a big one, you're just kind of let down. Yeah, exactly. Kind of Which, I guess, technically we were. Sorry, I'll explain. But I still preferred the copycat one to this. You don't? No. I, I would choose this one. Copycat was the one where she ended up getting locked in the basement of the neighbor's house, right? No, I feel like I didn't actually read it. I don't remember. I'll be honest. It was the neighbor? Yeah, it was like a girl that... Oh, yeah. That sounds familiar. And she, like, copycatted her, like, entire... Like, all of her social media, but... like You know what I'm confusing it with is friend request. So I think that I actually, I think you liked, I think I liked copycat more than I remember. It was friend request. I didn't like, hmm. I still have copycat. So maybe I'll reread it. I should. I'll do that. I'm anyway. pretty sure it's the one I'm thinking. No, that makes more sense. Uh, so maybe I liked it more than choice. Maybe pretty, I, I'm going to bet it was probably equal, but anyway, the other one, I remembered it didn't have as many small little peaks to it. Yes. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah. So um, I probably and it was a little bit more thriller, mm, but and suspenseful. Yeah, this one that sounds. Was, but either way, it was pretty good. It was it was like a seven fine. out of ten. Yeah, 
Yeah. Read. Yeah. So, okay. What else are you reading? Okay. Let me get my spreadsheet. Let her just fucking. What have you read? Because you didn't. Yeah, mine's gonna be literally really short. So, since we last chatted, y'all, I read this book, The Choice, and then I actually finished. um, Fuck, what's it called? Sorry. Um, the book I was reading of the Black Witch Chronicles. I finally finished it. Give me one second. 2021. Light Mage. So it's the one, not the one and a half. Oh, I guess it is. I read number two though. That's weird. Um, I, I finished Light Mage. So that's done. Um, that one was good. Uh, don't have much else to say on that. <laughs> I guess I. That's so, sorry. I'm just blowing my mind. Anyway, um, I am currently though reading, which I'm really stoked to finish, Ready Player Two by Ernest oh. Klein. So um, Ernest Klein, this la- at the in November of 2020, I believe, um, released finally, and it had to have been like seven plus years since Ready Player One came out. Um, finally gave us a Ready Player Two and so far it's phenomenal and I'm loving it. So, yeah. uh, can't say enough good things. I'm about a third of the way through right now, uh, but really excited to finish it. I think I'll burn through it in the next couple days. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I'll tell you more about it, uh, the next time we chat. Um, but that's all I read. Finished Light Mage and now starting Ready Player Two. Um, and then read this. But I have, hopefully we'll get to read more. I'm just, you know, you yeah, know, not as great as Kristen. Kristen, tell us. Who's better than me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My dad says that all the time. Okay. Um, I read a decent amount. Nice. So since the last time, I read Just Plain by Shandy Boys. Truce or Dare by Rick Ed Grayson. We all, we are all found things by M. O'Keefe. Yeah. Heavy by Amelia Wilde. You deserve each other by Sarah Hoggle. The Risk by Ellie Kennedy. All the Right Moves by Tori Richards. Oopsie Daisy by Iris Moreland. The Choice, obviously, by Alex Lake. Southern Chance by Natasha Madison. Sorry Not Sorry by Sophie Renald. Baker and so. Baker by Sarah Smith and Wicked in Winter by Jennifer Bernard are two that I haven't finished, but I'm currently reading. Oh, okay. Nice. nice. So one's an iBook one, so I've been reading that way, and then the Baker is a hard copy. Nice. And so I'm reading two at the same time. So, like, how do you maneuver that? What do you mean? Like, like do you read the iBook at specific times and the actual book at other times? Um, iBooks tend to be more of when I'm working out. That's what I wondered, yeah. But, uh, sometimes I'm just like, sounds really weird, but like, sometimes you're just like, holding a book compared to holding your iPad. It's, yeah, different. It's sure. different. Yeah. And like, you don't, I, like your iPad, it sounds really bad, especially since it's not great for your eyesight either. Yeah, true. But like in bed at night. Yeah, that's true. You want to turn off the light with the back, and then you have the back, light, and then yeah. you have the like light from the thing. Yeah, and you don't. You can like prop it up so you can just like have it and like bundle yourself up and like 
just take out one finger to move the pages instead of like holding it and actually having it drop yes, on your face, which true. I've had that's multiple true. times, and having to leave your light on. Because I personally in my room don't have um, like any side. So it's your lamps. main light. Yeah. So it's my main light. So sometimes I will read an actual full book in bed um, before I go to bed, but usually if I'm reading in bed, it's usually during the day or in the morning. Okay, fair. But. I don't know. Like I read last Sunday, I read the um, "You Just Reach Other," like down here instead of oh. other. So sometimes I'll stop reading one and then just start reading the other one. So you just feel like different. Whatever one. How many books have you read thus far? This year? Yeah, twenty-five. Damn, that's exactly how many I read last year total. Really? Good job, Chris. Did good fucking job. <laughs> I'm in awe of your reading abilities. Uh, I read it when I'm doing other things. I mean, that, no, and I, you would think that someone who predominantly listens to audiobooks would yeah. read a lot more than someone who is actually reading the book, mm-hmm. but that's clearly not the case for me. So. One of the girls that works for me, she listens to audiobooks while she works. See, I would fucking do that if I could. And I was like... I was thinking about that and I was like, I, I have a hard time listening to books. Ah, fair. I rather read them, yeah. but like, uh, if I did actually enjoy reading it or listening to it, I mean, I probably could burn through a lot more books than I it's actually like do. I feel, man. That's crazy. Because I listen to a lot of podcasts or like yeah. sports yeah. stuff in the morning or during work or music. So. Damn, dude. Yeah. Well, that's impressive and crazy. I know. I need a life, but we're in 2021 still. Well, in 2020, still in a pandemic. So yeah, Um, but yeah, but rate, review, subscribe, people, and follow us on boozeandbooks.podcast or private ones. Kristen dot shoe s h e w or Lynn dot set l i n d s a i d, or you can email us at. Booze and books at gmail.com, B O O O Z E A N D B O O O K S at gmail.com. There's three O's on each side. You got it. Perfect. All right. Bye. Until next oh. time. <laughs> <laughs> so used to having to like say it from across the city. We're ready. Bye. Bye. Bye.